Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Living With Less podcast. I am so excited to have my friend Alicia Miller joining the show with me today. She is a wedding photographer, a writer, the host of the Marriage Project podcast, and she has a deep love for Jesus, a beautiful story of redemption, and just a really special heart for sharing the gospel to the ends of the earth. And it's just really refreshing and much needed in our self-crazed world. So this week, Alicia is joining me to talk about friendship, why we need it, why it's a biblical call, and how we navigate the hard parts that we wish we could skip over. So without further ado, Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you. And tell us all about you. A little bit about me. I live in Southern California. I go to Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California, about two hours up from San Diego. And I have a brother, parents. I actually still live at home, right? Trying to move out in the next Mm -hmm. year or so. And ministry, oh goodness. I work with kids, um, fifth and sixth grade ministry on Sundays. And then really, I see my podcast as a ministry and my job. Mm -hmm. I love doing weddings, but it's definitely a calling and a ministry and being a friend. It's definitely a calling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a high and holy calling to be a friend to, Amen, girl. to others and then career kind of all blended. So I'm mm-hmm. a wedding photographer mm-hmm. technically, but I see it as much more than just that. Mm-hmm. So we're actually doing this in person, which we is are. so fun, which makes it even <laughs> more like I told her, I said, let's dig into friendship. Like this is what yeah. God calls us to. And getting to do this in person just made it that more special. So I've been excited to sit with you and just talk all things friendship, not only because God's gifted that in us in a really special, unique way. It's been a long time coming. We've been talking about this moment for a long time. But also how there are some stories that you just shared with me over time, and I know we'll get to some of those, but how God has grown your faith through the strong friendships that he's given you. Mm So how have you seen the Lord use strong, biblically-centered friendships to keep you focused on Him and Mm -hmm. pursuing Him and, like, Mm -hmm. just running towards Him? Well, you mentioned my heart for Jesus and my Mm -hmm. testimony. I mean, that's a whole episode in Mm -hmm. and of itself. But just a really quick overview of that. And it was 2013 that I um, rededicated my life to the Lord and 2014 was baptized. And I stepped into a Bible study that year in the end of 2013. Mm -hmm. And I remember my mom saying, you know, you can pray Mm. for a Christian girlfriend. Amen. Yeah. And I mean, I had friends, but it was this new territory. Like I was walking in alone, sat Mm -hmm. by myself in the back and Mm. it did feel really I want to say lonely. I had Jesus. He Mm -hmm. was my friend. He's Mm -hmm. our best friend. He'll Mm -hmm. always be our friend. But yeah, just someone that I could talk to about things. So I did. I prayed for that. And it's so necessary because it would have been so easy to, I think, fall away. So my first thing in that and praying for a Christian friendship and what I I did get out of that and God answered hundredfold because Mm -hmm. I have so many Christian friendships now that point me back to him that keep me focused on him and the first thing that comes from that is accountability Mm -hmm. and so it definitely has kept me committed and Mm. it's harder to miss on a Sunday because (laughs) 
people text me, hey, mm-hmm. where are you? Mm. Yeah, so I just think accountability is huge. And um, now I want to show up because I get to mm. see my friends on Sundays. You know, mm-hmm. it's a chance to check in with each other, sit with each other at church on Sunday. Um, so even beyond Bible study, it's sweet to see them on Sunday mornings. And I actually love what your pastor shared mm. on Sunday because we went to church together. Yes, we did. That yeah. was so fun. We got to sit together. And that he said the love of Christ is that is what fills us. And it comes from 1 John 4. And that it's mm-hmm. his love, that real love for one another. And when we have this in common, come together and hear what he's doing in each other's lives, supporting each other in prayer, caring for the other. Mm-hmm. We're showing his love. Mm to each other. So Mm -hmm. that I think keeps our focus on him. Um, we're really demonstrating that Mm -hmm. real love, that part of his heart. And it comes through so many different facets, through so many different friendships. And Mm -hmm. I'd say something else that keeps me focused on him with these friendships in the Lord, Mm -hmm. um, is just prayer. Mm -hmm. They will pray for me. I can text them. I, Mm -hmm. um, can call them. I can ask them for prayer. And I think that's huge. There's things I couldn't have done in ministry. Mm. Some of like, I see my podcast, not as mine. I'm like, there is an army behind it. I have all my girlfriends, my mom, my other just family members who've been praying for me Mm -hmm. as I endeavor to do things. So listening to our heart things, um, friends are so important for that and always pointing me back to him. There's many times I would have thrown in the towel. Mm-hmm. Well, when you say the like prayer part and yeah. how huge that is, I just think of with you and me Yeah. Um, when Corey and I went to the Thomas Rhett concert yes. and I was so nervous. Yeah. I get really nervous going into big venues with people. And I remember just texting you and said, Hey, can you please pray? And you sent the most heartfelt prayer. Mm-hmm. And so it is one of those things where God gives us friendship as such a gift because in that moment, like I didn't even know what to pray, but I knew someone else could pray for me and not only just pray for me, but send it to me and I can pray it back to him too. Yeah. And they're interceding for you on your behalf and you can just experiencing or experience him more because Mm -hmm. they give you a word or Mm -hmm. a verse and Mm -hmm. it so speaks to your heart in that moment. So that's, Mm -hmm. I think, a huge thing and the deepest friendships are formed there. I actually have one of my best friends in Christ. We, one of the first things we did together was go on a prayer walk. Oh, that's cool. So we sat and had a heart to heart, got to know each other a little bit more. And then, um, yeah, we went on a prayer walk. So it was just, we felt like we already knew each other because Mm -hmm. we had the Lord in common. Mm -hmm. So that was something. And then, yeah, I know I could go on all day long, but, um, I think another thing learned through having friendships in the Lord and having it point back to him is just the art of listening. Like I have girlfriends that will sit and listen to my Mm -hmm. heart and care to know me. And that is Mm -hmm. such a reflection of who he is. Mm -hmm. He cares to know us. He wants to listen to us. He wants to hear our heart cries. And I Mm -hmm. think that's such an extension of his heart through friends um, who listen because that's not something that just easily comes. I know I went through a season, I think in 2016, that he was really teaching me what it meant to listen Mm -hmm. and listen with your heart Mm -hmm. and not listen or not listen, I guess, to say, um, what you want to say. You know, Mm -hmm. I think I used to listen to find what I wanted to say. I just say to have something to say back. Yeah. Not just seeking to understand. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I think that was something that really, yeah. Keep my focus on him because they would really listen and then respond back 
intentionally mm-hmm. and point me back to him. So, so biblically speaking, yeah, like we've said, um, and you can, this is actually really cool to like look up the friendships in the Bible, like specific mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And so biblically speaking, friendship is a call. Mm-hmm. It is a command by God. Mm-hmm. And we're called to be in relationship with other believers what would you say to somebody who I loved when you said these words? Cause I was yeah, like, that's so good. What would you say to someone who gets caught up in taking back their yes? Mm-hmm. So you say, yeah, I'll be there. I'll see you there tomorrow at 7 PM. <laughs> and then the next day, or honestly, I know it's happened to me. And this is something God's taught me in friendship is I need to give more grace for the person that does take back their yes. Right. Because I don't generally do that. I loved that you wrote that because I'm like, I'm not a, I don't take back yeses. Yeah. But I have a hard time showing grace to the ones that do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Share about that. I, well, I think that came up because I was talking a lot about who I used to be or just things that in my past, you know, my testimony and that kind of thing. And I totally used to be that girl. I think we are prone to do that when we're focused on ourselves and not on Mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. Going back to even that last question because mm-hmm. in the moment when the time comes to go meet up with that friend our mm-hmm. flesh is telling us you're tired mm-hmm. you worked all day and you had already said yes maybe impulsively like yeah mm-hmm. I'll do it you know in the moment and then didn't think it through and then the time comes and you take back your yes and text your friend and you probably are disappointing her mm-hmm. because they've been either looking forward to it or set their time aside for that date Mm -hmm. and then anyway so that was me in the past like I'd say I would do that without any sort of hesitation I'd Mm -hmm. be like sorry I can't make it last minute I don't know if that would be called a flake but I (laughs) I don't know I wouldn't define myself as that back then but anyway I have just seen though that there is a loving creator Mm. who designed us to exist in relationship with him and with each other and with the rest of creation Mm -hmm. like all around Mm -hmm. us and so friendship is a good thing it's a god thing and he's taught me how to use my yeses, I guess, more mm, thoughtfully. That's good. Um, because we still are girls. Like, we get invited to a lot of things. Yeah. Right? And when you have more and more friendships being added, like, I've had different seasons of Bible study, and you meet new girls each mm. season, and there's all these people around you, all these girlfriends around you, or maybe not. Maybe you just have a handful, but still, it takes a lot of intentionality mm-hmm to form deep lasting friendships. Mm -hmm. And as that happens, you kind of have to be really thoughtful with your yeses. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm not that girl that takes back her. Yes. I'm when I give you my yes, I'm going to be there unless I'm like really sick. Yeah. Like something legitimate. Right. Or like I can't drive somewhere. I say it's raining. We live in Southern California. It hardly rains. And it's like baby rain. (laughs) (laughs) You guys get real rain. Yeah. I just feel like in Christ, he has given me just that different perspective. To be a mm. good friend is to show up even mm. when I feel tired last minute or I want to introvert. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that is so much blessing. Mm. And when I am thoughtful in using my yeses, I feel more purposeful in fulfilling mm. the yes. Mm-hmm. And I know there is blessing on the other side of that yes mm-hmm. because... When your feelings are telling you something, you usually don't want to... I, I try to go against that. If I'm feeling yeah. lazy, if I'm feeling tired, but I said yes to someone, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get dressed. Yeah. And then on the other side of it, it's I'm like always the like, best I'm time. so glad I did that yes. because, I don't know, either 
it's always usually for me. I'm like, she blessed me so much. <laughs> that was such a sweet time. Yes. Um, we just got to encourage each other. And she listened to me. Like, she sat mm-hmm. and listened to my things. I didn't even realize I needed to sit and dump something out, yes. you know. So, yeah, it's always two-sided. I have to be willing mm-hmm. to give my yes if mm-hmm. I want someone else to give me mm, their, their yes, yes as really well. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, also, with it's kind of a boundary thing. So, I think it's also just as equally as important to learn how to say no. Yeah. Because with all of those invitations, I think we can be pressured Mm -hmm. to say yes and overcommit ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I've had to learn while saying yes to things I believe are from the Lord or just going outside my flesh, I've also had to learn Mm. when to say no, not take on too much, not to burn out, Mm -hmm. and not overcommit because that Mm -hmm. can be a problem as well. So saying yes is definitely something I never thought about really before the Lord. And he's just shown me the power of our yes. I love and it. And being women of our word. I think it was Lisa Turkhurst who wrote the book, The Best Yes. Oh, I've, she did. I've never read it. I have read it. That was a season. I think that was like okay. 2017 I read through it. Because I was wrestling with some decisions and I get excited easily. So, mm. and I used to be really impulsive. So I love that one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Mm. And I feel like yes. as I've abided in Christ, I just see as we abide in him, mm-hmm. we produce fruit in him and, or through him. And one of the fruits is self-control and I just and patience. But self-control has been huge for me. And so Amen. instead of impulsively saying like, yes, like I'll do that, you know, mm. I'll, I'll think it through. And if I really feel like that's not the responsible yes, mm. I need then to you do can say the no. Right. Or the mundane yes. Yeah. Some things are more mundane, like choosing not the exciting trip that your friend invited you mm. on that you really want to go on, you know, mm. and instead saying yes to something else. So weighing your yeses too. But I did read that book. It's really good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so personally speaking, for me, this is something yeah. that God has really, really Mm-hmm. He's still working on in me. I think this is going to be a work in progress for yeah. a long time, probably forever until I'm an old lady. <laughs> but personally speaking, it can be very hard for me to put myself out there with women my age. Mm-hmm. I typically, I'm 28, mm-hmm. so I would normally run to women in their like 50s and 60s. Yeah. I feel really safe with them. So when it's women my age, like you and me, I would not naturally want to go up to you right. and be like, okay, let's have this trusting friendship. And that's something, like I said, God's working on in me. So how have you learned to do this? And like being in your studies and some of these girls you've told Mm -hmm. me about, Mm -hmm. kind of getting past that fear of, I don't want this friendship to fail. Mm. I think that's honestly probably Mm. underneath it all where I'm at with it is I don't want this to fail. Yeah. The really quick answer would be like, I just, I don't think I even thought that way. You know, mm. that's interesting. Well, don't let that sow a seed. <laughs> I know. That's interesting though. Mm-hmm. But okay. So how, yeah. How do you put yourself out there mm-hmm. with women your own age? So like for, even in Bible studies or yeah, church. Yeah. For me, it started wherever. with Bible study. That's where most of my friendships in the Lord have blossomed from. Um, I'm blessed to have a really solid um women's Bible study at my church that I go to and the, our pastor's wife's heart is for women's ministry. So mm-hmm. it's very much poured into and it's just so awesome. And we study the word together. We go through it and it's multi-generational. So there mm-hmm. are the seasoned older women, yes. but 
they're very intentional about putting girls who are around the same ages together while also allowing the Lord to lead. To work, yeah, for sure. But they are thoughtful toward that. Mm -hmm. And so I would say it hasn't, it's been safe Mm, to do that. It's a safe parameter of studying the word of God together and in that group setting. So we've gotten to know each other through speaking about like life situations, Mm -hmm. but with the filter or just with prayer and the word of God Mm -hmm. around it. So then it's branched off from there. So we would sit in a circle together week in, week out. We meet weekly Mm -hmm. and we would answer the questions, you know, and simultaneously we would be sharing more about ourselves. And then I would just say it's completely a work of the Holy Spirit because you do, you're either gravitating more toward a friend or they come up to you and make the first move, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say. Um, I have my friend that I prayed for that my mom said, you can pray for that. Mm. Totally a testimony there. God completely put us together. I remembered her. She was in my first Bible study group. Didn't see her for a few weeks. Thought, where'd that girl go? Because she stood Mm. out to me. I remembered her prayer. And lo and behold, we are at another campus of ours because our church has a few different campuses. We were out in one of the further campuses, like OC area. And that Sunday, I was sitting at church with my mom. We sat in a place we hardly or hadn't sat in a really long time in. And I look over, and she was sitting right next to me. So completely, I just got the chills. Yes. That's so cool. And our church is a big church, so it's not like, oh, she Easy was just to next just to me. Yes. <laughs> right. And we waited, and then afterward, I said, hey, weren't you in my Bible study? So I did. I, or she might have. One of us said it. Mm-hmm. And actually, it turned out that her car had broken down, so she couldn't drive out there. So I offered to take her. And so I picked her up, and we got to know each other that way, and God solidified it one step even further because I was down watching a Christmas parade in the beach area, and I kid you not, I was at a coffee bean getting coffee before the parade because it was freezing outside, and like five people, six people in front of me was my friend Amy, and I literally called her because I had her number at that point. We were still kind of in the like getting to know each other phase, and I go, are you in the coffee bean on 2nd Street? And she goes, yeah. And she t- Anyway, she turned around. We sat with each other, and God was just like, "That's so cool. you girls are going to need each other, be sisters in Christ. So anyway, mm. we met through Bible study, and because of that already parameter of studying the Word of God with each other, mm. had already kind of gotten to know each other. So I think that's a great way to meet people your age. Mm-hmm. I know that not every church has that. Yeah. So I was Go just going to say though, it does take going out of your comfort zone for mm-hmm. sure. Like you can't be timid that, I mm-hmm. mean, God hasn't given us a spirit of timidity, mm-hmm. but of power, mm-hmm. love and sound mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just think easier said than done, but you can pray and ask him for that. Mm-hmm. Lord, give me a spirit of courageousness to go up and mm-hmm. text you know, that girl. It's, or- it's funny having you sit and say that because it just dawned on me. I prayed very specifically for my husband Mm. to have a best friend that Mm. was like so rude in the word of God. And I prayed it for two years and the Lord sent us a pastor. Oh, wow. They were the same age. It was really cool. But saying this out loud, I'm like, Hmm. why should, why, why don't I do that for myself? I'm always like (laughs) looking for the older people that make me feel safe. So this is good for me too, to sit with that. Hardship and friendship is Mm -hmm. probably one of the Obviously, I think the number one thing that keeps people from wanting to go to that deeper level of friendship. Mm -hmm. But 
I also think hardship in any friendship, even if it's at a surfacey level, mm-hmm. it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. You're going to deal with it at some point. Mm-hmm. So knowing part of your story that you shared with me mm-hmm. um, when you and your friend kind of walked through that mm-hmm. season, what was the difference between allowing the Holy Spirit to work in that versus hashing it out in the flesh? Because yeah. in the moment, regardless if it's a friend, a spouse, a family member, we have the way we want to react to something, but you had a really cool example of like God just moving in that. Oh yeah. So it's the same friend. And I think from the outside, especially in today's social media world, Mm -hmm. like you look and see only the Instagram stories Mm -hmm. or like when I travel, I'm like, you see the airport and you don't see that I lost my purse. X, Y, or Z. Like, so with friendship, it's the same way. I think that's good. A lot of people have been surprised by this story of ours Mm. because from the outside, it looks like we're like each other's best friends, Mm -hmm. sisters in Christ, which it's true. We are, Mm -hmm. but we've had some iron sharpening iron. God gave me a friend in her Mm. that challenged me. So I think in the past, I was prone to friendships or choosing friends who either looked like me, liked things I liked. They could keep us like complacently safe is what it felt like. Oh, totally. And so with these new friendships, it was like the Lord was picking them for me. Mm. I wasn't anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think we're prone to do that. So when you say, Lord, have your way in my life, I Mm. surrender all, even in friendships, he'll do it. Mm -hmm. And so her and I started well. But we had a little rough patch where we just realized, or I felt like, We were all really different. Mm. And one of those things was communicating. And we started really not meaning to, but hurting each other. Mm. And we even lived together at one point. So this is the same friend that God gave us that cool testimony. You know, we saw each other. At the coffee bean. At the coffee bean, yeah. Um, We walked through a really, really hard season together. And a lot of friendships in my life branched or came off that friendship with her. So Mm. when we started walking through this really hard season, once it came to a head, we finally decided to have a conversation because we knew this wasn't going well. Like we were having just a hard time understanding the other. Mm. And we sat and had a conversation. We had a couple, but this one was probably the most memorable for both of us where we tried to resolve it. Mm. And we just went in circles. Like Mm. it just wasn't we weren't receiving each other's words. We weren't, it, it just, I walked away feeling shaky. I'm sure she probably had her own reaction. I'm not sure. I left because I just wanted to leave. Have space and right. decompress from it. Yeah. Get out of the environment, give her her space, my, me take mine, went home. And it was a whole week that passed. And I just thought, wow, like we are are either going to dissolve this friendship because that's kind of what we came to the conclusion mm. of. Like, we can't keep living this way because mm. we were just at odds. Like, it was mm. just this miscommunication, this misunderstanding, and it was miserable for both of us. Mm. And so we said that, and that, then I thought, like, whoa, like, just like a divorce separates, I'm thinking all the friends that we have where we're kind of the glue at the center, like, those are going to break off too. Mm. And then we're going to leave those friends feeling like they're going to have to choose their whole life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that. And I don't think she wanted that either. So we were like, how do we fix this? Mm -hmm. And so I, that Sunday, I almost went to text her because I wanted to be the bigger person or just Mm -hmm. 
I don't know, just reach out and like try at some kind of reconciliation. Right. Yes. Thank you. I was like, what is that word? But yeah. And so then I thought, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm just going to let it be. And I walked into church by myself. And again, we go to a larger church. So this isn't something that would be easy to do. She came up though. So I sat in one of the balcony areas that we have and she came up same like aisle, same pew. Mm. And she said, can I sit next to you? So I thought, Wow. I like the Lord led me to not text her so he could mm-hmm. show up and be glorified in that because mm-hmm. he led her straight to me. I said, of course. Mm-hmm. She sat next to me and the message that Sunday was the power of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so it was That's completely so, oh like everything that the tension, the bitterness, the resentment, the hurt, everything that had been stacking up for the last, I'd say like year, at mm-hmm. least year and a half maybe between the two of us just dissolved like the holy spirit just like melted it away it was so cool so it was like he was completely the mediator and we just hugged probably were crying (laughs) and we just said afterward like wow that really Mm. felt like a prison sentence like Mm. it really did it was so it just felt like we were freed because literally forgiveness is what i was after i was Mm. like i have to forgive her but it wasn't like happening yeah in my own strength no and probably the same for her but after that day it just died like we were able to live in that forgiveness so it was totally like even the gospel on the slate you know mm-hmm. we need forgiveness we need to forgive one another but it's so much harder than mm-hmm. just saying that so it does take a work of the holy spirit than trying to work it out well when you share that with me earlier on this week when we were together and i was reading about the friendships that are in the bible mm-hmm. and i got to the part about mark and paul mm-hmm. And how, you know, Paul sent Mark away, but then after a time, Mm -hmm. and this is in 2 Timothy 4.11, he called, Paul called Barnabas to bring Mark back to him because he Mm -hmm. said he was helpful in ministry. And I love that because this is how I see that in my life. I'm not saying this was exactly what Paul and Mark were dealing with, but there are some seasons where I think we need to take a step back Mm -hmm. and let the Holy Spirit do the work. Yep. And then have the Lord bring you back together for his glory and his timing. And because again, that's being helpful in ministry, like Mm -hmm. a testimony to friendship that can be shared. So I just loved seeing that in scripture where it's like, here was a friendship where it was like, Mm -hmm. we need to be apart. Right. I need you to bring it back to me. Right. And that ours was fast. I feel like it might Mm -hmm. be longer, but you should be just praying toward that reconciliation Mm -hmm. because the Lord is not the one who divides and separates Mm-mm. that's completely from the enemy mm-hmm. I did have a friend where that happened um, we went nine months oh, wow. without seeing and like talking yeah. to each other it was very brief texting back and forth yeah and then um, we just kind of like had words with hey this hurt me and this hurt me right. and we yes. were able to move forward and it was totally God like when you look at the timeline yeah and like when the reconciliation happened it's the Lord knew we needed each other for this season coming ahead mm, that's so good so I totally and I will say okay. it is to her credit because I am non-confrontational mm-hmm. so it probably could have gone a really long time if it were up to me but she was so good at that and that mm-hmm. was where I felt the iron sharpening iron mm-hmm. part came in because it really pulled me out of my comfort zone. Like it was so beyond what I was used to, but I'm so thankful mm. for that quality in her. Now I think it's just such a cool attribute. Yes. You know, and so yeah, mm. I just was grateful that 
she went there and worked it out and cared enough about the friendship mm-hmm. and loved me enough to not let it stay the same mm-hmm. and to bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. So that kind of segues into this next one. So we live in a world, especially right Mm -hmm. now, I think this has always been at the heart of man in the flesh, Mm -hmm. but instant gratification. And I feel like this can make navigating lasting friendships really, really difficult because they seem uncommon. Mm -hmm. They're countercultural. You have to die to self to have a lasting friendship. Mm -hmm. So what I know you kind of touched on this earlier about your mom telling you like, pray for the friends. Yeah. But what would you say to the person that desires that deep friendship? Yeah. And it's kind of stuck in that but fast pace and on the go busy world. Like, how would you say, let's calm it down? Right. Let's pray for your friends. Like well, I was just gonna say, if you really are desiring those deeper, mm. more lasting, more meaningful type friendships, not the superficial, shallow type, like you're already mm. gonna have that mm. built in automatically with sisters in Christ. Because with him at the center, you already have so much to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I think, so one of my other really good friends, we just automatically like clicked because we had so much in common there, but it did take a lot. She actually has never lived in the same city as I. Mm. So we have had to work at building a lasting friendship, but it's never felt like work Mm. because the Lord is so in it. And he's the one that's given it. So I just think when it's from him, it's going to, it will, it's not that it's going to be easy. Like we just talked mm-hmm. about, but yeah, we have to obediently walk in what he's absolutely calling us, asking of us in that. Absolutely. And yeah, just being willing to go against what mm-hmm. your flesh might tempting you to think, oh, it's not going fast enough. Mm-hmm. or and what Instagram tells you your friendship yeah, should look like right yeah that's so I work with fifth sixth graders and I tell them that all the time to be really careful mm-hmm. about who you're befriending who you're spending a lot of time with mm-hmm. they should be building you up mm-hmm. um I think one of the things the Lord cut out in my friendships were was sarcasm mm. because that was a lot of what a friendship was based on in my earlier days, like we would be really sarcastic with each other and joke a lot. And while that's fun and all of that, I realized, oh my gosh, I probably hurt Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends' feelings at the expense Mm -hmm. of humor, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when there's like even a group dynamic, like not just you and someone one-on-one, I think Mm -hmm. it completely shifts when there's three plus. Mm -hmm. And it could possibly mean that there's someone being hurt at the expense of, yeah, you wanting to look funny or mm. making cutting remarks. And so I have heard that from the young girls that I mm. sit with on Sundays that they feel bullied even by friends or they feel like that friend was saying, I don't know, just mm. different things. Like, well, you had Romans twelve ten down, love one another with mutual affection, mm. outdo one another in showing honor. And yes, that is Lord. God's heart. Yes, outdo one another mm-hmm. and showing each other honor. So that's not honoring the other person. Mm-hmm. That's not honorable when you're mm-hmm. cutting them down mm-hmm. for the sake of making yourself mm-hmm. look better, feel better, be funny, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I think another big one too in that is like gossiping and slandering, like being mm-hmm. really careful 
what comes out of your mouth and whose name you're saying to Mm -hmm. another friend, you know, I think that's one of my biggest slip ups and biggest points of contention where I'm like, Lord, in conviction when I read about the power of the tongue and yes, what we should and shouldn't say mm-hmm. and how our words can either cut down or build mm-hmm. up. And I had written down James four eleven. It says, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. So mm. it keeps going on. Speaks but, against the law. Mm-hmm. When you judge is... the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in mm. judgment on it. And I looked up, there's at least 32 verses on gossip, 27 pertaining to the tongue, and maybe there's overlap there. But I just think, yeah, there's a lot to say there. That's good. It's kind of countercultural. It is. um, Because, yeah. So my favorite question to ask everybody. So the Living With Less podcast, which was birthed from John 3.30, he must increase and I must decrease. If someone asked you what they needed to begin living with less of in regards to this, what would you tell them and Mm why? So I already, I have couple things but something that just came to me is less of you guys and more of the word of god Mm, that's good because that is everything Mm -hmm. god's word at the center of a friendship Mm. is everything it's so Mm -hmm. important to study the word together i think is so fun Mm -hmm. to go through it but then Mm -hmm. i also would say less isolation more community Mm Like I've already said, do the thing your flesh is telling you not to do. Go Mm. to the Friday night study. Mm. Sign up for the women's Bible study. Say yes to that book club, even if they're reading a book that wouldn't be your favorite. Mm -hmm. It's not about the book. Right? It's about the fellowship. It's about the fellowship. It's about getting to know the women sitting around the table and Mm -hmm. caring enough to do Mm -hmm. that. Or drive 30 minutes out of your way to meet up to study alongside a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, it might feel like, oh, do I have enough gas money? Or whatever Mm -hmm. the thing is. Oh, the traffic that way is bad at that time of day. Mm -hmm. Do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, don't isolate yourself because that's, yeah, just something that the enemy does. He Mm -hmm. isolates. And then another thing is less friends who only like things that you like Mm. and more sisters in Christ that might challenge you to do things you never do before because... When we go outside our comfort zone, that's mm-hmm. where the most growth happens. And Well, I think you see people come alongside you in a different right. way. When you go out of your comfort zone and people mm-hmm. know you're going out of your comfort zone, yeah. like you can kind of see that written on people's faces. Right. Totally. And so then I know for me, like there have been women at um, like our women's retreats when there have been some things where I've been really nervous about them or I've been really, you know, freaking mm-hmm. out over details they can totally read my face mm-hmm. and they just come alongside me and they love on me mm-hmm. and speak truth to me in that moment. And like, it's just cool that when you allow other people to see you, like you said, outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. or in a challenging situation, yeah, you see the heart of God in a whole different way because totally. they come up and love on you. Right. And I could, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. I could do so much better in all of these areas. Amen. Me too. Yeah. And Pertaining to the last one, like, I used to hate, not hate, I've had inconsistent seasons with running. And mm-hmm. my good friend Amy, like, she used to love to run. And now she's pregnant, and I'm on this running kick. And she's like, what? And I probably didn't go on enough runs with her mm. when she could have. Because I was in my flesh. I probably was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm fine. Yeah, so I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I do all these things perfectly. This is just what God's shown me as I've walked through seasons of friendship with mm-hmm. him. Okay, so we're going to wrap up with... A fun question. So I shared at the beginning, and Corey and I were actually guests on the Marriage Project podcast, which you host. Yes. 
and started, which is so incredible. The mm-hmm. mission is amazing. Mm-hmm. So can you share just a small snippet of that? Because we don't want to give it all away. Right. We want people to go to listen. Go yeah. Because it is awesome. Yeah. So it really doesn't have much to do with friendship, but we decided mm-hmm. to do this friendship episode because of how Chelsea and I met, Yes, which was actually because of the Marriage Project podcast that I host. So I saw that she did a podcast and I reached out to her. It was funny. In short, that's how I connected to her using social media platform for good. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Mm-hmm. I went out of my, well, kind of out of my comfort zone, but I thought, hey, this girl could not respond to me, but I went out of my way anyway yeah. to message her because I wanted to connect with another podcaster. Mm-hmm. So I loved her mission with the living with less. Lo and behold, she was married. So it mm-hmm. just went together really nicely with what I was doing and asked, hey, would you guys ever want to be on it? So here we are. Her and her husband willingly said yes and have let me stay in their beautiful home all weekend. Which isn't so fun. Yeah, so that was just kind of to explain what the Marriage Project Mm -hmm. podcast, why it connected us. But it is an extension of my wedding photography business. I've been doing that for about five years now, completely from the Lord. I wasn't seeking to be a business owner or I put air quotes around that still. But I wasn't seeking it. God completely handed me Mm. this wedding photography business and really the podcast is just an extension of it. I wanted to create a resource for couples stepping into marriage because Mm -hmm. I just see a lot of confusion around the topic of marriage, especially Mm -hmm. in the day and age we're living in. So I just Mm -hmm. felt the Lord lead me to create a platform to tell Christian married stories couples. And really Mm -hmm. the main, the heart is to glorify Christ Mm -hmm. through their stories, the harder parts Mm -hmm. to just, yeah, point back to him and all things and have them share their testimonies and hopefully it can help someone Mm -hmm. who is already married, who's stepping into it, like I said, Mm -hmm. and really just showing off God's heart for marriage because he's for marriage. Mm -hmm. Your marriage matters to him. If you're Mm -hmm. not married, your future marriage matters to Mm -hmm. him. If you're called to singleness, you matter to him and your ministry matters to him. Um, Marriage isn't what Mm -hmm. fulfills us Mm -hmm. and it's always going to be him that does that. So yeah, it's very fully loaded. There's a lot Mm -hmm. more on the website. It's www.themarriageproject.co and then the Instagram Oh yeah, we'll share it it all. It'll all be on the show notes. (laughs) This is so fun. Um, No, I'm just, oh, there's so much to say about friendship. So guys, like I said, everything we've talked about will be in the show notes. You can find Alicia's um, website, her Instagram handle there, and just be sure to check that out. She's awesome. I love her. I love you being here. I'm like, please come back to Ohio. I love Ohio. We'll do friendship 2.0. We'll definitely leave a little poll box um, or question box up on Instagram for you guys to like drop your questions or comments that you thought when you were listening. So thanks hey, for being here. You're welcome. Bye guys. Thanks guys for tuning in and I will talk with you next week. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at chelseadematis.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me, and I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you are fully loved and fully known by God.